Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, well, it's a little awkward because Pat Gray's not here. I mean, he's here. He's in the building. He just stepped out. I don't know. Did he go to the kitchen? Did, did you get your drink? How you doing there, Pat? Good morning to you. Happy Monday. You know, I've I've been snorting so much blow <laughs> off the stomachs of hookers and strippers. Oh, I can't keep them straight. That's what delayed his uh, return. Yep. All right. Well. Yeah. Good morning. Did it. Happy Monday to you. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you'd like to get in touch with us on this Monday. Wow. Where does the time go? <laughs> Seems like we just got here, and and now it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Well, on on air, it's time mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. Uh, we do have a brand new bingo card. We went over this on Friday on uh, on overtime. So <clears throat> just know that you get a head start on certain things oh. if you subscribe. And to do that, you go to someplace mm-hmm. and you subscribe. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We still have the $10 thing? I think, I, <clears throat> I, I don't know, man. Uh... Yeah. Go try it. Promo code Pat. Yeah. So... Once you're subscribed, then you get all of the benefits of uh, what goes on in the Blaze. Every show, all the specials, all of that kind of stuff. Plus, yeah. Pat Gray overtime, of yeah, course. Yeah, and it's still offering the $10 <laughs> off. There's a little button when you go to uh, blazetv.com slash Pat. And yeah, we're not the only ones doing the overtime. You know, there's uh, Steve Dace, there's Chad Prather. So there's a lot of bonus content there in addition to their shows. And the Pat Gray bingo card pinned to the top of... Uh, Pat, Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter. And it starts in the up... By the way, when you get bingo, you you be the first to call. 888 And we'll give you $30 worth of merchandise uh, from PatGrayShop.com. Mm-hmm. So, in the upper left-hand corner, starts with uh, movie fanfare. Mm, I know that. There it is. Ah, ah, ah. Then we have, we're all in this together. <laughs> Hurricane Joe, Jeffy saying, subscribe, don't freeload. <laughs> yeah, the drum roll. Drum roll. Keith with... Uh, mobocracy. Uh, Jeffy saying, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just him, just the <laughs> default setting. Now, I think sad trombone is this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, hate with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. It could vary somewhat because the reason we dislike with burning white hot suns <laughs> is that we don't hate. That's different than hate. Right, right. <laughs> when we dislike you with all the intensity uh-huh. of a trillion white hot burning suns, that would also uh, fit into that category. <laughs> uh, we got Mega Doppler, a Buick or a Volkswagen in utero <laughs> because we don't know what's growing in there. No, no way to know. Clump of broccoli. Buick, a Volkswagen, I don't know. Uh, ill-begotten gains from Joe Biden. That's, what is that one? Uh, kleptocracy? Yeah, that's that the kleptocracy. Mm-hmm. And that's worth playing. Yeah. Of, uh, that will enhance our underlying effort mm-hmm. to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their, take their, their ill-begotten gains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. We're going to accommodate We're going to seize their yacht. Hold them accountable is what he's trying to say. They're luxury homes and other ill-begotten gains. Ill-begotten gains. There's no such thing as ill-begotten gains. <laughs> it's ill-gotten. Of Putin's kleptocracy. <sighs> oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
just gave up. Kleptocracy. <laughs> there it is. The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> so bad. So, so bad. Uh, then we have in the middle, middle square. Yeah, no. Uh, Pelosi's favorite word. They ask me all the time, word. what is your favorite this? What is your favorite, favorite that? that? Mm-hmm. What is your favorite First that? Some, and at one time, what is what, your favorite, favorite word? word? And I said, I said my, favorite my favorite word, word that is that really is easy. easy. Really easy. My favorite word is, is the word. The word. The word. Okay. Uh, we have <laughs> Frisbeterian, another isolated incident. Pooty Poot, mm-hmm. the Godzilla Shriek. <laughs> Keith saying, Calgon, take me away. Uh, Jeff, Jeffy with uh, the hippo laws. Kamala. Do not come. Do not come. <laughs> Good advice. Uh, Keith. Uh, not in my fill-in-the-blank. Uh, bottom middle row. You can't make this up. Then there's, is that a thing? And finally. Uh, China's not an enemy. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it was that uh, that would have considered China an no, enemy. I don't know on. how that happens. How does that even happen? Uh, also, during the week, we may spin the wheel oh. and... Uh, and and just give somebody a uh, we'll give everyone a free square a free right okay. wherever it lands yeah could land on any of these or several of these because we have, I guess ill-begotten gains uh-huh. is number one yeah these are kind of tough to work into just regular conversation so we thought yeah let's pick one of these movie fanfare number two uh, Mega Doppler is third Hurricane Joe fourth and is that a thing number five mm-hmm. so there you have it you don't want to spin it now it's huh just that no why would I I don't know because uh, to show them what it sounds like no, or no, I was saying to, to give to away give a, a, a square there. No. All right, well, don't throw away the cheat sheet because we're going to need to reference that at some point. Okay, that's, that's, the, a, that's the only copy. That's yeah. the only copy, man. This is a high-budget operation I mean, here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we move my post. Good. Note. All right. <laughs> yes, very high-class operation mm-hmm. we've got going for you. Mm-hmm. Spare no expense on it. That's right. As you can plainly see, sparing no expense. Uh, there is so much going on, and we're not going to be able to get to it all. There's just It's impossible these days, and we've talked about this before, but, I mean, so much is happening simultaneously mm-hmm. that you got to kind of pick and choose. Um, there was the bipartisan group of lawmakers that was working on gun control has reached a consensus. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Good. Isn't that wonderful? I've been hoping for that. That's wonderful. A majority of the proposed agreement focuses... On providing mental health checks, resources, and intervention programs for children, as well as crackdowns on illegal purchases of firearms. Uh, illegal purchases of firearms, it's already illegal. <laughs> so why aren't you cracking down, you know, before this? But uh, here's, let's see if I can find the list of, yeah, uh, the bipartisan group of senators announced. These nine uh, efforts on behalf of gun restrictions. First of all, support for state crisis intervention orders, which provides resources to states and tribes to create a, a and administer laws that help ensure deadly weapons are kept out of the hands of individuals whom the court has derm- determined to be a significant danger to themselves or others. Okay, that's, I don't think that's anything new. Investment in children and family mental health services. National expansion of community behavioral 
health models, major investments to increase access to mental health and suicide prevention programs, etc. Then number three, protections for victims of violence, domestic violence, convicted domestic violence abusers and individuals subject to domestic violence restraining orders are included uh, in NICS, including those who have or have had a continual continuing re- relationship uh, of romantic or intimate nature. Mm. <laughs> I, just, mm. I, I don't know. Keep in mind, this is the same nation where mm. we have a city, I don't know, maybe you've heard of Seattle, where mm-hmm. they defunded the police so much that they currently can't even investigate new sexual assault cases. Mm-hmm. So, but that's cool. We're going to. But yeah, this is all fine. But we want the. Okay. Mm-hmm. Funding for school based mental health and supportive services. Then we got funding for school safety resources. Okay. Invest in programs to help institute safety measures in and around primary and secondary schools, support school violence prevention efforts, and provide training to school personnel and students. Okay. Well, you can't do that because there's now a movement of uh, students of color pushing back saying they don't want cops in the schools. So you can't be doing that. Okay. <laughs> Just letting you know. Okay. Clarification of def- of the definition of federally licensed firearms dealers. Okay. So they're going to make this whatever they want, I'm sure, uh, to be able to close down as many people as, as they possibly can. So as many companies as they possibly can. Telehealth investments. So all of that is m- mental health uh initiatives that's about all that is then we get to under 21 enhanced review process so they're not banning people under 21 but you're going to go through an enhanced review process yeah to see if you have any uh juvie record or something or mental health records Mm -hmm. checks with state databases and local law enforcement and then finally penalties for straw purchasing because you know, 500 million straws a day wind no. up in the ocean. No, 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 no. That's no. why. So no, 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 no. It seems like a different problem, though. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. I don't know. I hate it when they tuck stuff that's unrelated <laughs> into bills. I do, too. You know? Yeah, we already discussed the straw thing. It's because turtles are so stupid. They it's are. not the preponderance of right. straws. It's just that turtles don't know what to do with them when they encounter them. They are dumb. Yeah. So. It's a shame the rest of us have to suffer all because of turtles being stupid. Right? Mm-hmm. Penalties for straw purchasing. Crackdowns on criminals who illegally straw purchase and traffic guns. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, sure. that's not as bad as I anticipated, mm-hmm. frankly. Yeah, and now it's uh, filibuster proof. If you take the 10 Republicans that are a part of this group mm. and add them to the 50 Democrats in the Senate. Mm. So it's Cornyn of Texas, John Cornyn. Mm. Roy Blunt of Missouri, Richard Burr of North Carolina, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Maine's Susan Collins, isn't she wonderful, <laughs> Lindsey Graham, uh, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, of course, <laughs> Tom Tillis, North Carolina, and Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. Those are the 10. Okay. Wow. Well, I guess we'll... And Biden thanked the bipartisan group for their tireless work mm-hmm. on crafting this plan. And said it must swiftly pass both chambers of Congress. Well, I'd like to read it first. Wouldn't you? Bro. Read the bill. I get a, I get a kick out of these people who say, read the bill. Because <laughs> nobody does. Not when they're thousands and thousands of pages long. It's uh, really hard to read all the bills. That's why I loved 
the recommendation that uh, Rand Paul proposed several years ago that every piece of legislation had to be uh, one page. One page. So you just read what it is on that page and you're done. You don't have to have a staff go over it with a fine-tooth comb trying to find the hidden agenda. You know, the the 3,000 pages that nobody could possibly read. Make it a page. That shortens things up. That makes it pretty clear and concise. There you go. And that you had to read it before you could possibly vote on it. All of that made sense, and that's why it was flushed down the toilet by Congress. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. It's flushed down the toilet. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, Hmm? uh, we've got some strange supply chain uh, issues right now that now include um, tampons. Isn't that wonderful? That's wonderful, too. Uh, It's forcing Americans to search far and wide for essential products. Of course, baby formula uh, continues to hamstring us. But now, uh, tampons. A shortage of the item, while perhaps surprising for many Americans, is the latest product that's hard to come by on grocery store shelves. And as as many uh, pointed out uh, on social media, maybe stop putting them in the boys' bathrooms and you won't run out so quickly. Yeah, we've doubled the places where they're used and didn't double production probably. So yeah, now you've got a shortage. We are the dumbest brilliant. society. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Now you mean smart, right? No, no. I no? meant, I meant oh, dumb. Wow. Because we are. What a hater. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding the supply change crisis, uh, Biden was at the port of Los Angeles oh, over good. the weekend. He's going to fix everything. Yeah, he had that big meeting of the Americas or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was able to tell this really weird story. You know, I have to admit to you, a lot of us in elected officials have been in office for a while. Every once in a while, something you learn makes you viscerally angry. Oh, no, what? Like if you had the person in front of you, you'd want to pop them. You'd want to pop them? I really mean it. No, I really mean it. He's... I thought that that whole... That what was that in relation to? Do we know? I don't know what the context of that was. Uh, he's upset about, well, everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that tugboat going behind him was moving faster than his brain was. But did you hear him, like, mm. audibly, like... Like, I look... I, I seriously, <laughs> I, I, looked I, over, I looked over to you to see if you were impersonating uh-huh. him, because I didn't catch this originally. <laughs> Let's hear but it. But you were drinking, so I was like, wait a minute, that's really... Get this potted up, Corby. Watch this. You know... I have to admit to you, a lot of us in did elected officials have been in office for yeah. a while. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yep. He actually did. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. I have to admit to you, I'm really old and really decrepit. And really compromised <laughs> mentally. You know everybody on that staff when he says... I have to admit to you, they're like, they're, they're no. clutching something. Oh, gosh, what's he going to say? Yeah. <laughs> and I keep reading that he just can't understand why his approval ratings are so low. Oh, I could help him. So, yeah, I thought we'd help him out with that <laughs> and uh, let him know exactly why uh, his approval ratings are so low. <sighs> First of all, he's one of the biggest liars to ever hold an office of any kind. That's saying something, too. He is clearly racist we pointed that out last week played all the evidence not all of it because it would take like five shows to play all of it <laughs> um inflation 
is the highest it's been in 41 years on his watch. Gas prices are the highest of all time. Uh, He keeps spending our money despite all the economic signs that he shouldn't be spending any money. Doesn't care about America's borders. Did I mention uh, he's a liar? Have we covered that yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, You got the the massive cluster bungle of Afghanistan. Worst in history. Uh, You have extremist anti-life policies on abortion. You're hurting real women with your policy to allow biological men to compete against them and utilize women's bathrooms and even have men go into women's prisons because they identify supposedly as female. What could go wrong there? Oh, yeah, that's right. Rape could go wrong there. Uh, Severe danger to the women in those prisons. Oh, how about the uh, asinine cancellation of student debt? So unfair to anybody who conscientiously paid their debts. Not to mention how unfair it is to those of us who have to pay a debt we don't owe. Uh, He wants to pack the Supreme Court. He wants to take guns away from law-abiding Americans while claiming to be a huge supporter of the Second Amendment. Did I mention he's a lying sack of shiz? Did I mention that? Wow, no. Yeah, lying sack of shiz. (laughs) Uh, He has dementia or some kind of cognitive decline, but he acts like we the people are the crazy or the stupid or the confused ones. Then according to his crackhead, lying, stealing, conniving son, uh... He's your biggest advisor. Hunter Biden is Joe Biden's biggest advisor. Now, he hasn't admitted that, but you know it's true. He thinks Hunter Biden is the smartest person in the world. Uh, and if we missed anything, let us know, because I... Were you thinking of some others? Um, hmm. If you think of some others, call us at 888 because <laughs> I want this to be... A comprehensive list. Well, he's absolutely ruined our relationships around the world. You got the president of Mexico who won't even show up uh, in our own backyard for the Americas thing. That's very true. Um, you, you know, he isolated France. First time in history they recalled their diplomat. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had the the censure from Great Britain. Uh, the parliament. First time they've ever done that. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, and then, of course, Afghanistan. You want to see what's going on in Afghanistan? Maybe we get yeah, an update from there. Let's do Okay, well, let's see what a bus ride in Afghanistan looks like mm-hmm. uh, after Joe Biden's uh, uh, rapid withdrawal. Do we have the picture from inside the bus? Did I? See? There we go. Look at there. Okay, there. Look at that open society. Isn't that great? Yeah, Got a big great. sheet up uh, so the women yeah. can't see out. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, public transportation there in Afghanistan. It's, Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Cutting edge. Yeah. Going really well. And we got more examples if because you mean if you want to go through this, we I can do. absolutely do this. Yeah. Uh, All right, hang on. Uh, First, let me tell you about Rough Greens. When you're a dog owner, you know just how important your dog is to you. It's part of the family, right? And you don't want anything to happen to them, and you want to enhance their lives and give them the best chance you can at them being happy and healthy and active. Uh, And that's where Rough Greens comes in. Rough Greens puts into your dog's food. Whatever you feed your dog right now, just sprinkle this on top, and it puts into your food... The dog's food, vitamins and minerals and probiotics. Also, antioxidants. Pretty much everything your dog needs 
to be happy and healthy. And most dogs absolutely love this from the beginning. My dog, Belle, certainly did and does. But if you want to be sure before you go in, you jump in with both feet, then uh, you can get a free bag, small bag, to try out for a couple of days with your dog. All you have to pay is the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F greens.com, or call 833-783-3364. Gray. Trying to help Joe Biden out with uh, why people don't like him. Hmm. He's just baffled by why his approval numbers would be so low. Because he's done such a great job. <laughs> I mean, the economy is soaring. Plus, how's the border doing? We mentioned border, the border issue is, is one of the big issues that he has. And one of the reasons we really don't like him. There are many. But how is the border... Uh, under Joe Biden. Mm. Mm. You got any recent evidence? Oh, look at that. Jorge Ventura took a camera to the to the border, filmed this. And we have hundreds of migrants just running in in the in the United States where they're already on American soil that. here, and they're running in here. Interesting. I apologize, guys. We have a lot of dust now kicking up. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's even more over there. Wow. We've wow. now seen, in the past couple hours alone, 600 to 700 migrants cross into the United States illegally just here in Yuma. Mm. And that's happening all and across all the, the border. Keep kicking up because they're all running in here. Mm-hmm. We got that. And there's more. <laughs> there's a lot more. Yeah, there are. You're right. See them? There's more. Listen to this. He's going to talk to some of them. <clears throat> there's so there's much more. I could I could just keep this video rolling. <laughs> and one of the migrants gives him a thumbs up. Yeah, that's not a lot appropriate. Of thumbs up, a lot of smiling. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in America now. They just. It's just this is. Mm-hmm. Endless. Oh, that's incredible. And this happens every night, all along the border. What 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 part of Russia? Russia. Russia. So those three women are from Russia. Okay, good. Russia. So they flew to Mexico apparently, and then just sneaked across the border. Or swam. Mm. Russia, Russia. Or swam. Russian? No, Russian. No. Where are you from? I'm from Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan? Oh, good. Some Eastern Europeans and some huh. Russians. Uzbekistan. <laughs> Not a problem. <sighs> From all over, bro. As you can see, the border is fine. Said Beto O'Rourke last week. He said the, be- the, the border's fine. In great shape. <laughs> In great shape, yeah. The guy who wants to be governor of Texas, where this happens nonstop says that the border is fine okay yeah you obviously have a clear understanding of what's going on and we all agree that we want the border to be better in fact i think the border is pretty great pretty right great. now oh pretty dude, yeah. great. it's pretty great, pretty great right now yeah huh yeah well it was only 700 people sneaking across could have been seven thousand. 000 it, it wasn't 
Look at you. Was it seven million? No. Silver lining, Pat. Yep. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, consumers are changing their eating habits or shopping habits. <sighs> their driving habits. Yeah. As inflation and gas prices soar, highest inflation in about forty years, prompting people to shift their shopping habits, especially at the grocery store. About ninety percent of Americans are concerned about food prices, as they should be. Uh, it's an online survey that questioned more than 2,000 Americans about their habits. In that time, the cost of uh, from May, let's see, March 18th to 23rd, and again, they did the survey again from May 6th to 8th. And in that time, the cost of groceries also overtook gas prices as Americans' top inflation concern. Mm, yeah, a week ago, we were at 46 a gallon. Today, we're at 501 nationwide average. But it makes sense that they'd be more concerned about food prices. You get, you have to eat. Right. You don't have to drive. I mean, it's hard not to, but... <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to eat, you got to drive to get to the job that pays for the food. Uh, to spend less, many Americans are changing how they shop for groceries and what they buy. More than half of those surveyed said that the rising meat prices made them more curious about trying plant-based food and da- oh, dairy no. options. I got news for you. The plant-based meat isn't cheap. That is not inexpensive. In fact, I, isn't it as much or more? Maybe it's not. I don't know. More. I don't even look at that crap. But it was <laughs> about the same, if not more, than actual meat. Others are also shifting their shopping habits to take fewer trips or they're for, foregoing their favorite brands, you know, buying generic. There are some things you can do. Yeah, but live without luxuries, I guess. Joe Biden doesn't feel the effects of his inflation. As you just mentioned, you know, his uh, his boy Hunter Biden, big advisor of his. I love mm-hmm. Senator Tom Cotton tweeting out that, yeah, inflation doesn't touch the Bidens because they can just sell one of their uh, Hunter paintings <clears throat> for half a million dollars. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, here's what's been happening. With the inflation situation, gas is up 48.7%. This is year over year, right? Yeah. Uh, 37.8% on airline fees, mm-hmm. or, you know, the ticket and airline uh, fare. ticket, fare, fare. Uh, 30.2% <clears throat> increase in utility gas service. Mm-hmm. 16.1% more to buy a used car. Yeah, I'm experiencing that. And, if you uh, can find them, right? Yeah, if you, if you can find them. Uh, my youngest daughter is in Utah now. I mentioned that we went to a dealership here and they had no cars. Right. <clears throat> so now I'm trying to, we're trying to figure out a situation where she can get a car up there. And uh, they don't have any cars. They don't have any. They, at least they had SUVs <laughs> at the dealership here. They don't even have those. One of the guys told me, well, yeah, in uh, September... Uh, we got you covered in September. We're okay. getting a new shipment. I'll just walk until then. There'll, there will be two vehicles uh, that are unsold. Well, at least as of right now, there's two that are unsold that are going to arrive in September. Mm-hmm. So those are already almost all spoken for. I, I don't know. How do you make a living as a car salesman right now? Right. Yeah. You've got no inventory to sell. Yeah. And... This inflation rate at eight point six percent. So I was reading something over the weekend where the real inflation rate is seventeen percent. 
because I guess, you know, years ago, the Federal Reserve changed the definition mm-hmm. of, of inflation to the, the price of things as opposed to the money supply right. expanding. So it's actually twice as bad as as they're saying it is. And the worst mm. it got under Jimmy Carter was 14.5%. And right now we're... 17. Actually 17. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, good. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and you think, okay, I won't buy red meat. You know, because the beef is really expensive. Well, fish and seafood have gone up 12.2% as well. There's just no, there's no escape from it. Nope. What are you going to do? Not eat, I guess. Go on a diet where you only eat a few times a week. That would help. (laughs) That's where we're getting. That's (laughs) where where we're getting. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll eat on uh, Tuesday and Friday this week. Okay. And you're going to save some money. Yeah, there's right. a uh, there's a line from uh, the movie Book of Eli that's making the rounds. A scene um, with uh, Denzel Washington where he says, because it's set in the future, and he says, um, people you know used to have uh, more than they needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd throw away stuff that today we kill people over. That's kind of where we're uh, headed right now. Feels like, huh? Yeah, it does feel that way. Book of Eli. Uh, Denzel Washington. We'll show you and hear how uh, and who you can blame for all of this. we got someone to blame? We've got somebody to blame. We'll share that with you coming up in (laughs) just a few minutes. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Got some tweets here, DMX, DM tweets. If we can just make illegal things illegaler, the criminals will finally stop criminaling. <laughs> Why didn't we think of this before? Sure, sure. Why? Yes, they're illegal, but are they illegaler? No. Are they illegalest? No. No, they're not. You need to make DMX DM president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got the solutions. Or at least attorney general. Something. Something. Uh, Sarah the wingman Roma. The only ones not concerned about rising prices are the elite telling us to stop being poor. From Vern Lundquist, need some clarification on who Joe is planning on popping. Sounds like it could be a gun threat rather than a knuckle sandwich. Hmm? Sure does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Joe Biden in the White House still uh, yet to condemn the uh, attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. I'd like to point out. Unreal. I just saw it's unbelievable. Keith's missing digit uh, tweets. Isn't that something that... It uh, it's off of your body now, and then went somewhere and started a Twitter account. That's, That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That is it's wild. interesting. A lot of Jeffy's parts do that as well. That's weird. <laughs> Haven't grown a third tail. <laughs> no, because if you did, it'd be tweeting. <laughs> uh, I'll simplify it, or President. Uh, I'll simplify it for President Puddinghead. <laughs> the reason your approval rating is so low is because you're the suckiest president in the history of the United States of America. Congratulations. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but do you have any evidence of that? Yeah, there's more on why Biden sucks okay. so badly. All right. Uh, a lot more, okay. actually. Uh, and if you think of something that we haven't thought of, give us a call at 888 uh, Joe is, he shares with us who's to blame here. And uh, obviously it's not him. <laughs> it's not him. Today's inflation report confirmed what Americans already know. Putin's price hike is hitting America hard. Okay. Gas prices Putin's at the price pump, Putin. energy and food prices account for half of the monthly price increases since May. <laughs> Inflation outside of energy and food 
what they, the economists call core inflation, uh -huh. moderated the last two months. Did it? Not enough, but it moderated. It's come down. Uh -huh. And we need it to come down much more quickly. Uh -huh. My administration can uh -huh. continue to do everything. We can to lower the prices to the American people, uh -huh. and the Congress has to act, and they have been of late. Uh -huh. Hmm. Okay. It's come down. No, it's still up ridiculously so year over year, bro. Ugh. He's really bad. So he's basically saying, look. It's Putin's price hike. He yeah. did it again. <laughs> Even though he knows it's not working. They've been doing this for months. It's not working. The Putin price hike. Everybody knows. I mean, he's has the war contributed? Yeah, it probably has. But it was all going out of whack way before the invasion. It doesn't work. Uh, but, you know, what the heck. Uh, this is exactly what Joe Biden wanted. Mm -hmm. Eric Erickson uh, put this together to remind us from a, uh, a Democrat debate in 2020. Mm -hmm. Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. $7.29 a gallon for a small car with a 12 gallon tank. It would cost you $87 to fill it all the way up. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No oh, more sure drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability wow. for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Gas prices are so high, the Isabella, Isabella County Sheriff's Office here says they've actually blown through their fuel budget already, so they will respond to some non-emergency calls by phone. I've never seen anything like Putin's tax on both food and gas. I love it. Now, that Man. is a damning montage from Eric Erickson, but there's even a better one that we have from Sky News Australia. You know, our All right. Oh, I love those guys. Oh, they did a bang up job with their montage would there be any place for fossil fuels including coal and fracking in a biden administration no it would be, we would we would work it out we would make sure it's eliminated mm -hmm. no more drilling on federal lands no more drilling mm -hmm. including mm -hmm. offshore oh. no ability for the oil industry to continue to drill period i guarantee Jeez. we're going to end fossil fuel what about say stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline and yes. infrastructure yes. And, pipeline. And, and, exactly. and no more no new fracking we are going to get rid of fossil fuels i've argued against uh, any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands no one's going to build a coal-fired plant again and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now have a transition from the oil industry yes would you be willing mm -hmm. to sacrifice some yeah. of that growth we know this answer even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands maybe hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of blue-collar mm -hmm. workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy the answer is yes jeez jeez so but who could have seen this coming? Yeah, everybody. Everybody could have seen it coming. And then over the weekend, you know, it's 206 degrees in, in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> in the shade. In Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the sun, it's 235, 240, somewhere in there. <laughs> it was literally 206 degrees yesterday. Gross. You step outside, and it's like, did I just enter a really big microwave oven mm -hmm. that's on high right now? Either, it's so hot and humid. Either that or uh, I died and I lost. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> what was the actual temperature? Did you, do you know what the official? Because uh, I, I saw 108 
Okay, so... Um, 106. I tweeted out, uh, <clears throat> and I did not send this to you, Rob. I tweeted out a, a map of Texas around 4.30 yesterday afternoon, and the mm -hmm. temperature range uh, went from 111 up in the panhandle. It was 105 uh, here in Dallas. And the cool spot in the state was 91 shivery bird degrees. So Na between 111 91? and 91. And that was down at the, I think, was it Corpus Christi? It was down there. Wow. But anyway, down here, in, uh, mm. I don't know where the official high was, but I know it was 105 um, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Global warming. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's what they're saying. <clears throat> Global warming is baking the nation right now, especially in the southwestern United States of America. I thought we weren't supposed to confuse weather with climate. Mm. Why do you continually do it? Every time it gets hot, this is what happens. Yeah, climate change. See? Told you. Told you. Yeah, one heat wave doesn't make it climate change. In fact, they called it the second hottest month of all time in Texas last month. Mm. Do you remember what our what our weather was like from May 1st all the way to, I don't know, the last week maybe in May? It was cool. It was very cool. Right. It was cooler than I've ever experienced, and we moved here in 2012. Yeah. So in the 10 years I've lived here, it was by far the coolest May. And Definitely. When it got hot, it was really nasty. Mm -hmm. But it was very unseasonably cool for a while. Yeah, we had a day in May where we didn't get out of the 50s. Right! In May. That just right. doesn't happen here. Talked yeah. about it at the time. It was like 58. And uh, I'd have to go on memory here, but it feels like last summer we didn't get to 100 degrees in Dallas until August. Typically, right. the yeah. first day of 100 degrees lands on July 1st uh, in Dallas. So, okay, it's a hotter than uh, average June. All right, last yeah, year I'll was I'll give you cooler. that, but I will not give you the second hottest May of all time. There's no, no way. Oh they're, oh, they're trying to argue that for May? Screw yeah. that bullcrap. Yeah, the second hottest Texas oh, May of no. all time. No, I'm not even going to. I know. Time. It's not even worth looking up. No. You know it's not true. We lived it. <laughs> we lived it. Wow. Wow. It's asinine. But uh, everything that fits their agenda... They just, they'll just lie about it if they have to. Yep. A cool May in Texas doesn't fit their agenda, so they have to call it, you know, usually they say it was the hottest, but it was only the second hottest. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, here was the Commerce Secretary last week uh, telling us nothing else can be done to bring down the price of gas. Oh, We've no. already done everything really? we can. What is actually still on the table, though, to bring gas prices down at this point, because the president has said and made very clear that there's not much left that he can do. Mm -hmm. What do you got? What do you got, Commerce Lady? Yes, good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning. What do you got? I hate that. Pause that, that for a second. Reality. <laughs> Just answer the freaking question, okay? Um, Don't go back in time. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Good morning. Thank you for having me. That I was falls under your call screen. Yeah. yeah. Don't Small do talk. That. that falls under that umbrella. <laughs> it does. Right? She's like the, the cashier there. Yes, good morning. We're no. beyond good morning. Thank you for having me on. She's <laughs> now asked you a question. Answer it. All right, go. Okay. Yes, good morning. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, yeah. Unfortunately, that is the brutal reality. Oh, no. Uh, you know, mm. this is mm -hmm. in large part caused by Putin's aggression. You know, since Putin mm -hmm. moved troops to the border of Ukraine, gas prices have gone up over $1.40 a gallon. And okay. the president is asking for Congress and others mm. for potential ideas. But as you say, the reality is uh, that there isn't very much more to be done. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Good. Why did we hire you guys again? Uh -huh. 
<laughs> a year ago. 307. A year ago. A year ago. It's more than that now. Uh, yeah, uh, so. a little bit. A little <laughs> it's bit. It's more than that. I mean, what's so sick is that that uh, clip was from five days ago, and the graphic on CNN they just showed said 492, and now we're up to 501. 501. Hmm. Okay. And then over the weekend, she updated her thoughts oh. on the price of gas. Okay. Right? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, am I comfortable? I mean, I certainly support the president and hmm. his uh, national security team. Uh, no one knows more about, you know, national affairs uh, than President Biden. <laughs> and I would say okay. that he is very serious mm. when mm -hmm. the president, when he says he's going to use every arrow in his quiver in order to bring down gas prices for Americans. <laughs> so is the Keystone Pipeline not an arrow in his quiver? <laughs> or is drilling on federal lands not an arrow? Offshore Offshore arrow? drilling. Alaska. These aren't... I mean, we could, we could just open up the oil fields and just tell the companies, just do it. Yeah. Just get, get us out of this mess right now, and we'll deal with all the climate change bullcrap later. <clears throat> but no, no, they're right in the middle of pushing their climate change agenda as we don't have enough power and energy to fuel this economy. And, and give them that argument. Let's just say, yes, this is all Putin's fault, okay? Uh -huh. And we stopped getting the oil from Russia and stuff. I have seen so many uh, graphs and articles that reference stuff that he <laughs> has shut down, whether it's uh, uh, the Keystone Pipeline with oil from Canada. Mm -hmm. whether it's Anwar, whether it's offshore, we could have more than made up what we cut off from Putin in just one of these projects. Yeah. And have you seen have you seen how um how how the rest of the world is suffering right now? I don't know if I sent this in to you Rob with the currencies and stuff. Whereas uh, oh perfect. Look at this. Currency returns versus the US dollar over the last year. Look how crappy Everything is around the world. Oh, except for the, what's at the bottom? The Russian ruble is doing just fine. Thank you very much. Mm. My gosh, up 23% where every other form of currency is down. It's down. Mm -hmm. mm. And you've got the Sri Lankan prime minister saying, yeah, look, we have no choice. We're going to have to go buy Russian oil. I mean, this, this Russia, China, India, now Sri Lanka alliance is, is, is going to be formidable. And... Mm -hmm. Good times, right? Because we're doing great over here while yeah. all that's going on. If they can use China as a customer, <clears throat> that's pretty big right there. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of energy and a lot of money in the coffers of uh, of Putin. And how much money are we sending to Ukraine? Like, what are we up to again? Because they showed images over the weekend about how things in uh, in uh, one of those cities is, is moving along just fine. Um, so It looks so war-torn. You know, mm -hmm. you know, with people at the beach and look at that. Look at that war torn nation of Ukraine where you're billions upon billions upon billions of tax dollars, which is contributing to our inflation here at home. And boy, it just looks like. A, Where's that nice beach? Well, I wonder where that is. That is in Ukraine. Huh? That that is. You don't think of a Ukraine of you don't think of Ukraine. Shouldn't put the the in there. That's yeah. A Russian right? thing. Huh. Uh, you don't think of them as a, uh, a, a I don't know, a summer resort right. area. Yeah. But necessarily, look but look at him dodging the bombs and playing volleyball at the same time. That takes talent. Okay, <laughs> and that's not to minimize no. any of the suffering they are going through no, because I'm, they are going through. I some just wonder suffering. why so much of our tax dollars are going there. Yeah, 
I think it's uh, somewhere between forty and sixty billion dollars. Yeah, who knows anymore? So far, they lie to us. It could it could be you know a hundred times that. And they're I don't not know. tracking it. <laughs> uh, and it's not just conservatives either who are disliking Joe Biden right now. Mm. Check out what AOC had to say when she was pushed on. Well, oh. are you gonna? endorse him in 2024 Uh oh i just want to ask uh, about president biden he is saying he's going to run again in 2024 will you support him you know if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024 uh-huh. i mean first of all i'm focused on winning this majority uh, of right now okay, okay yeah and preserving of a majority this year in 2022 so we'll cross that bridge when we get to it but okay um, but i all think right. if, if the president has a vision and that's something certainly if, we're all if he has a vision entertain and examine when the when the time comes huh that's not a yes <laughs> yeah you know i think uh, yeah should, you know and it's not when we get to it, but I I, uh, I believe that the president has been doing a very good job uh, so far. No, and, you don't. Um, you know, should he run again? I think that I, you know, I think it's it's. We'll take a look at it. <laughs> but right now, we need You'll to focus on winning a, a majority instead of a presidential election. She was uncomfortable. Now, when Danabash says that's not a yes, all you have to say is yeah, and it wasn't a no either. I'm just saying hmm. we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. The end. Instead of hemming and hawing wow. and beating around the bush and making it very, very clear she's not on Team Biden right now. Uh-uh. That's pretty amazing. She had her arms up. She's looking off to the side. Oh, like, yeah. I that don't know. We'll see. So awkward. <laughs> uh, good for Dana, Dana Bash to you know bring it up and put her on the spot like that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You've been following the saga of. Uh, NFL coach Jack Del Rio. Mm-hmm. He, he coaches now. He's the coach of the Washington Commanders. The defensive coordinator. Yeah. Oh, the defensive coordinator. He's not the head coach. Uh, but he got fired from. Was it Tennessee? Is that uh, he, where he was? Oh, he's been all over. Yeah. I don't know. He's been in multiple places, but he's defensive coordinator now at uh, Washington. Anyway, uh, he tweeted. Would love to understand the whole story about the summer of... Because he's speaking about the upcoming January 6th thing on Thursday, I think. I think Mm -hmm. that's what prompted this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he tweeted out, I would love to understand the whole story about the why the summer of riots, looting, burning, and the destruction of personal property is never discussed. But this is? (laughs) Uh, That's a brilliant observation. Yep. But you can't make it. No. You can't make that observation. Yeah. Uh, we'll tell you what happened to him uh, coming up in just a few good minutes. Good stuff, right? That's good stuff. Like, like everything's yeah, fine. Everything's everybody's fine. relaxed. Well, it's freedom of speech. Am yeah. I right? Uh-huh. Who's with me on that? Uh-huh. Uh, more Pat Granleashed. And uh, Kirk Cameron today in about 45 minutes. returns great to have you with us triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three pat unleashed on twitter we were talking about jack del rio uh he is the defensive coordinator for the washington commanders and last monday speaking of the january 6th commission trial the show trial that was on thursday here's what he tweeted out (laughs) we would love to understand the whole story about the about why this summer of riots, looting, burning, and the destruction of personal property is never discussed. (laughs) But this is, this being January 6th, 
I'm just expressing myself, and I think we all as Americans have the right to express ourselves, especially if you're being respectful. Well, I'm being respectful. Yeah, because after that tweet, the, he got hammered. the reporter asked him uh, about that tweet, and that's what really ignited mm-hmm. the controversy and turned it into a wildfire. He said, let's get right down to it. What did I ask? A simple question. Why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk about it, why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say, I can realistically look at it. I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burnt down. No problem. And then we have a dust-up. This is what really got them riled up. We have a dust-up at the Capitol where nothing burned down. And we're going to make that a major deal? I mean, he's right. Although it's, it was more than a dust-up, but, you know, there for most of the people there, it was a dust-up. Not even that. They just went into the building. Is that even illegal? Can you not go into the U.S. Capitol building? We pay for it. They walked in, they walked around, and they left. Most of the people. He said uh, on Wednesday, by Wednesday, of course, the mob had beaten him down so much mm-hmm. that he yeah. apologized. Yep, you gotta love America living yep. under a mobocracy now. I made comments earlier today in referencing the attack that took place on the United States Capitol January 6th. Referencing that situation as a dust-up was irresponsible and negligent, and I'm sorry. I stand by my comments condemning the violence in communities across the country. Good. I say that while also expressing my support as an American for peaceful protests in our country, I have fully supported all peaceful protests in America. Nevertheless, hmm. Del Rio was fined. Oh, yes. $100,000. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, Ed Reed, by the way, says that's not enough. Nah, that wasn't enough money. Yeah, and I think a lot of people want him just fired. Yeah, NAACP. They want him canceled. Mm-hmm. For what? Expressing an opinion, and it wasn't outrageous. He wasn't condemning anybody. He wasn't throwing out the F word. He wasn't doing any of those things. He just expressed his opinion at, that you know is shared by tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions, of Americans. Why was the summer of riots nothing... And the Capitol riot was everything. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, apparently Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Redskins, uh, is apparently the one that came up with the fine. Um, But a lot of people are wondering, eh, I don't know that was his decision. It was probably more of a franchise that was already under scrutiny for any manner of things going on there. But uh, he has, Jack Del Rio has deleted his Twitter account What's the over-under? I mean, he, he's not going to be employed by the end of the week. They're going to come for him, continue they to come are. for him. Well, yeah. The NAACP is already demanding that he be fired for his comments. <laughs> what? Why? It's madness. What do you... No! No! Please put your foot down. Mm-hmm. Washington commanders, front office, please put your foot down and say, no, we're not firing him for that. No, Freedom think- of speech in this country. Freedom of speech. He didn't say it in the name of the team. He didn't say it while you know in a in a team gathering. He just tweeted it out. Leave him alone. It's like that. You remember the Bachelor guy, the guy that was a host of The Bachelor, said something. He defended somebody. Uh, 
I can't remember what she did, but he said basically nothing and got fired for it. This just has to stop. Yeah, and what is the justification that, uh, hey, it's okay to burn down a city if it's in the name of race? Is that where we're at now? And then if you don't support Mm -hmm. uh, looting and rioting in the name of race, then we're going to have to come for you. The NAACP is on your back. It's really unbelievable. But uh, they said in a statement, it's time for Jack Del Rio to resign or be terminated. (laughs) No, no, it isn't. His comments could not have been more offensive and ignorant. Oh, they could have been way more offensive and ignorant. What are you you talking about? The January 6th insurrection, an attempted coup, was far from a dust-up. Each day we learn more and more on just how close our democracy came to autocracy. (laughs) Mm, Good line. NAACP. Let's put that in a press release, y'all. Downplaying the insurrection by comparing it to nationwide protests, which were in response to a public lynching, is twisted. Yeah, this is, I, I, I think. A public lynching. I think the way the NAACP has gotten onto this, I, I think this is less about his January 6th no comments question and about that. much more that you don't excuse what happened yeah. in the name of George Floyd? Right. Ugh. You can't coach a majority black team while turning your back on the black community. Shut up. It's time for you to pack up and step off the field. (laughs) Pack up and step off. Uh, It's probably going to work, but it sure shouldn't. He'll be gone by Friday. One way or the other. Either either fired or or he'll resign, doesn't want to be a distraction. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Redskins ownership will write him a check to go away. And then who's going to hire the guy? His career's probably over. How's he going to... I hope he saved up his money through the years as head coach and assistant coach. Uh, I hope he's got a massive savings stored up because, yeah, he'll, he'll probably never work in the NFL again. If this does happen, and I fully expect, like Keith, I fully expect him to be fired. It's, I mean, the NAACP is making too big a deal out of it. And there's no reason for it. I mean, he didn't do anything offensive. So what if he said it was a dust-up? So what? Move on. Just move on. Oh, we can't move on. Oh, no, he goes against our narrative. We've gotta, we have got to cancel him and mm-hmm. make sure that his life is ruined forever. That's how we get to the end of this trip. Yep. And these witch hunts are everywhere. Martin's potato rolls. <laughs> Martin's oh, no. potato rolls what? are being boycotted yeah. over an executive's donation to a far-right candidate. Mm-hmm. A donation to a candidate. In 2021, Jim Martin, the executive chair and former president of Martin's, donated more than $100,000 to Pennsylvania gubernatorial cab- 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 candidate Doug Mastriano a far-right candidate who has been backed by former President Donald Trump and has helped advance Trump's election fraud claims. Mastriano was also pictured outside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Oh, that dust-up. I've heard about that. The, yeah, the day of the dust-up. The dust-up day. <laughs> and he was questioned last year about his role in the events. Mm. Martin's contribution. Now, how do you donate 100000 Must have been to a PAC because you can't... Mm. 
can't donate that much money directly to a candidate. Martin's contribution was one of Mastriano's largest donations received. The news recently surfaced via local news site Billy Penn, and it's traveled through the food world, which has long upheld Martin's potato rolls as the ideal bun for burgers and hot dogs. I didn't realize this. That's the company behind all these buns, huh? I guess so. Huh. Now many are calling for restaurants and customers to boycott the brand. Here we go. Nope, not going to. Cancel them. I will not be buying any more Martin's products, nor will I support any establishment that uses their buns until they charge. They change suppliers, and I'd urge you to do the same if you don't want your dollars supporting this stuff. According to cookbook author Kenji Lopez Alt. Wait, wait. Kenji Lopez Alt said that? Yeah. Said you should not eat Martin's potato buns? Yes. Hmm. That carries a lot of weight. Sure does. As you know. I'm kind of there now. Then there's Joe Rosenthal, a popular voice in food media. Oh, yeah. Food media guy. (laughs) Uh, Joe Rosenthal. Joe Rosenthal, yeah. Yeah, the food media guy. Guy. Uh, Also spoke out against the brand. What did he say? After being a longtime fan and supporter, unless Martins takes sufficient action to remedy this situation, shut up. I will never support them or their products on any of my platforms ever again. I sincerely hope they earnestly consider how profoundly harmful Mastriano and his movement are to their many customers and make this right. Okay. My gosh. Whatever. He made a donation to a political campaign. Bro, you can't do that. You really can't. And this has been going on for a while. The CEO of was uh, the one of the web browsers. Do you remember this? Firefox. Firefox. Yeah. He made a donation in California to, was it the uh, anti-gay marriage movement? Something like that. Or the pro-traditional Pro-t- marriage movement? Pro-traditional marriage mm-hmm. movement. Better way to put it. Yes. Ooh. And he got fired. Yep. Well, yeah. And uh, that'll that'll learn you. And then what was the? Uh, you got the guy who heads up uh, Goya Foods. Oh uh, yeah. Publicly dared to publicly right. praise Donald Trump. And How so, dare you? So that's uh, end of that run, right? Yep. Uh, by the way, this uh, this candidate uh, Mastriano, I was just looking him up, see if there's anything uh, really controversial about him. I'm not. Just a quick glance here. No, I'm not finding it. But Mennonite Church. He's Mennonite. Huh. Hmm. You don't get uh, Mennonites running for office every day. <laughs> no, you that don't. That I'm aware of. No, you don't. Huh. So hmm. anyway, don't you dare, um, you know, donate to somebody the How left hasn't uh, fully endorsed. Don't you dare express an opinion that isn't in line with the uh, with the the administration's narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to cancel you. And Talk about fascism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're in the middle of it here. Yep. This was fun on Fox News over the weekend uh, when some talking heads got into it over January 6th. <laughs> Check this out. The talks go next up from the New York Times. Let's put it on the screen. Should Biden run in 2024? Democratic whispers of no start to rise Uh-oh. in interviews. Dozens of frustrated Democratic officials, Uh-oh. members of Congress and voters expressed doubts about the president's ability to rescue his reeling party and take the fight to Republicans. Mike. What's your assessment? What you got, man? Well, Mike, Mike. we absolutely need to take the fight to Republicans. Uh, With all due respect to to your uh, Jeff, uh, what a ridiculous answer. 
of course we want to stop people that have been identified as as people that should be red flagged to blame it on unmanned schools un unarmed schools i mean the cops the cops failed us in this case but here's here's the fight yes uh joe biden should be out there and fighting for democracy democracy we should be talking about the no. January 6th hearings that go Uh-oh. again live that this network <laughs> failed to cover. Because Uh-oh. I tell you what, Uh-oh. the real fight is for democracy. The democracy. real fight is for the soul. And the real bull <laughs> is that your network won't cover it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, we covered it plenty. We just aired it on the Fox Not Business Network. We sent it to out all of our Fox stations. Fox Business Dude, Network. Dude, you're going to come on here. <laughs> Let me set the record straight. I, I want to be neutral here, that, but when you attack our network, uh-huh. I got a problem with that. Mm. Did you Mike, want any? That's the kind of filth. Mike, Mike, let me get in show. here. Oh, look, Mike, I love it. Mike, Mike hold on. Fun that's stuff. the kind of filth we get from the other side using profane that's language. Exactly the, words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Democrats the want to focus on January 6th. The Democrats want to focus on everything but it's the main cool issue. Shirt. And that the is the fact that we've got historic gas prices. We've got historic inflation. American people are not able to keep up with these costs. They're falling further behind every month. The Biden Administration is making it worse. They've right. got no yeah. answer so to any of these problems. This guy keeps talking. Okay, fellas, we got to run. I'm trying Jeff, to Mike, in here. Goodbye. That the Biden Slug it out after the break. We got to go. We got to go. Eddie's keeps going. This is our nation summed up in a 60 second clip, right there. I want to talk about Sadly, January yes. 6th. Well, yeah, well, uh, that doesn't do anything to lower my gas price. Yep. And then I'm going to drop a BS bomb on national TV, too. Yep. That's that's where we're at. It's good. Because that's all they've got. That's all they can do right now. Because none of the facts and evidence is on their side on any of this stuff. Got to save democracy. Uh Uh-huh. Or is it, what was it? Democracy. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let me tell you about Omega XL. If you've got pain in your joints due to activity, aging, all of the above, then this could really help. It's all natural. It's not a drug you're going to become addicted to or dependent upon. Uh, it's all natural. It comes from the omega fatty acids around the pristine waters of New Zealand. And it really does work. It stops the inflammation. Uh, it certainly did for me. And it can do the same thing for you. When we're young, our bodies produce these SPMs, which are nature's way of keeping your joints healthy. But as we age, we don't produce enough of them. And Omega XL can restore your SPMs, rejuvenate your joints and your muscles so that you can feel like you did when you were younger. Go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. When you buy the first bottle, they'll give you a second for free. You buy one, you get one free at OmegaXL.com slash Pat or 800-844-4888. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Thank goodness. Walmart has stopped selling coconut milk. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> and they stopped it over forced monkey labor. So I guess they're fine with the forced human labor mm-hmm. from China on everything else they sell. <laughs> I guess that's totally fine. But we're not going to... to 
endorse and support a company that forces monkeys to climb up trees and get coconuts for us. Mm. Now, the Uyghurs, mm-hmm. you know, being forced into labor and others in China who are forced into labor, that's okay. Yep. I don't care about that. You got it. <laughs> that just means we sell you a whole bunch of uh, inexpensive items. Okay. So, there you go. Remember, this, this was a... Uh... A work program for the monkeys. They kept them off the street, like literally. Yes. Because they were, yeah. you know, roaming around in gangs, kidnapping kids. Mm-hmm. You give them jobs, climbing trees, pulling coconuts down, at least they're not out causing monkey trouble. No. No. You're keeping them straight. Mm. That was really great. Mm-hmm. Also, this is pretty interesting. Uh, a car insurance company has agreed to pay out, well, they haven't agreed. They're, they're being forced to play. Pay out a claim from a consensual sex event inside a car. Now, the inside the car part is important because uh, his insurance company is Geico. And the woman who contracted a sexually transmitted disease from the guy that she knew he had. This is madness. And then she sues his car company because they had sex in the car. What? Since when does your car insurance cover that? Wow. Man. But yeah, but now it's gone through two levels of court. Yeah. That says, Geico, pay up. The Court of Appeals upheld the $5.2 million settlement. She got $5.2 million for having consensual sex in the car with some guy who had a uh, venereal disease. And... uh, so Geico had to pay out. Yeah, HPV. Unreal. And I guess it's worth $5.2 million, which is stunning in of itself. Wow. But then you could just see a, a, a room full of lawyers sitting around. All right, so let's get this chick some money. How can we, who can we go after here? I mean, the guy's got nothing. Uh, let's see. <laughs> and some somebody just like jokingly says, let's go after Geico, the guy's insurance company. Oh, shut up, Joe. Wait, let's try that. And oh my gosh, what is happening? I'm telling you, man, our judicial system sucks. 15 minutes in court can get you $5.2 million or more on your car insurance. So that's great. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> How crazy is that? I've never heard of such a thing. Since when does car insurance have anything to do with an act of sex inside the car? Mm-hmm. Your car insurance covers, you know, the car itself, not what happens in the car. Weird. That is really weird. I bet Geico's not terribly excited about that. Jeez. Because the company argued, and I think rightly so, I'm guessing this isn't written into anybody's car insurance policy. The claim is not covered by the policy. So how can you sue them for it? Mm. And yet they did. She did. Yeah. And now she's a millionaire. Congratulations. Wow. Okay, so she says that he did not disclose. I thought that I had read that that she knew. Oh, that's what I thought, too. But uh, apparently he did not disclose. Either way. Yeah. What does Geico have to do with any of this? Exactly. Nothing. It got nothing to do with it. Jeez. Help. The woman was only identified as M.O. in court documents and... She contracted HPV uh, and recovered the uh, settlement from Geico. She alleged he knew he had the virus. Mm. 
but had unprotected sex with her in his car anyway. Mm-hmm. So why did she agree to that? Okay. I'm looking forward to the no uh, answer to that. The gecko commercial about yeah, this. Me too. <laughs> Walking around the full street with a black light. Uh huh. Mm. Did you see the New York Times coverage of the almost murder of a Supreme Court justice, mm. Brett Kavanaugh, in this case? Jeez. Boy, they they really led front and center with it, didn't they? Didn't they though? Uh, look at the front page there. <laughs> Oh, there it is. It's a little box at the bottom. Little teeny little box. And it says you have to go to page 20 to read the story. Oh, my gosh. The guy. Okay. National. You'll get the national coverage on pages A10 through 21. Okay. 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 There, and, but there, were, there was a, an arrest near the home of a justice. Mm-hmm. Official said an armed man who went to Maryland with plans to kill Justice Brett Kavanaugh has been charged with attempted murder, page A20. Okay, get on that. <laughs> get on that, yeah. That's incredible. That didn't sit well with Bill Maher on his show. Which is probably. incredible. Yeah. Do we have time to play yeah, him yeah. here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here it is. point is, I think your point, and I, the point I would agree with is, the New York Times buried this. Yeah, it was like this had been below a, the fold. Mm-hmm. If this had been a liberal Supreme Court justice that someone right. came to kill... Yeah, it would have been on the it would have been on the front page, and that's what's so disappointing about a paper like the New York Times, mm-hmm. because they just wear their bias on their sleeves, and they if it's not part of something mm. that feeds our narrative, f- it and we bury. Pro- it. And of course, people hate his guts now and are coming for him because uh, he's not a liberal anymore. Bill Maher is not a liberal. Don't support a show. Boycott HBO. Okay, all right. <laughs> Because now he's saying things you don't like yeah. from time to time. So Yeah, um, uh, but at least the major networks covered uh, the Kavanaugh stuff. Except for no. Oh, okay. No, they didn't at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. ABC, zero minutes. NBC, zero minutes. Mentions. Mm-hmm. CBS, zero mentions. Mm-hmm. And CNN, no minutes, no mentions. Fox did cover it. Okay. Oh. Fox News Sunday covered it. Pat Gray Unleashed Got a few tweets here Uh, Clone Dwarf tweets Del Rio made the mistake of publicly questioning the narrative His second mistake was apologizing for it Yeah, you should never It doesn't help anyway It it does not help to apologize to the left for this kind of garbage Mandy Gifford uh, 4 Kaepernick uses his platform to an, to advance an agenda and is celebrated. Del Rio voices an opinion and he's rewarded with a fine. There's absolutely fair treatment in the NFL. Huh. Uh, Axis Tech. Why is calling the January 6th riot a dust-up any more offensive than standing in front of a burning building and calling the 2020 summer riots generally peaceful? Mm-hmm. From Jay Ford. And I thought suing McDonald's over spilling... Hot coffee on your lap was insane. (laughs) Yeah, but getting $5.2 million from a car insurance company like Geico for catching HPV, the human pampiloma virus, uh, that's perfectly legitimate, I guess. Sure. You know, because you had sex in the car, and so Geico is uh, liable for that. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Don't try to make sense of this world. No, you can't. We were discussing the lack of coverage 
on the death threat that Justice Kavanaugh has received. And now it's, it just gets worse. It continues to get worse. Ruth sent us this vicious extremist group who doesn't even understand where Ruth Bader Ginsburg stood on Roe v. Wade. Although, once she became a, a Supreme Court justice and she was around the other liberals, I think, you know, her her thoughts changed a little bit on Roe v. Wade. Still, far-left activist group Ruth sent us implored its followers to unleash protests at the church and the home of Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett. The pro-abortion activist group hinted at targeting her children. Oh, no. These people are so despicable. They're evil. They're evil. Um, They're targeting Justice Barrett, of course, over the vote that she made, supposedly, we don't even know for sure, to overturn Roe v. Wade. We might hear the outcome today. They said it, I mean, it's possible that the Supreme Court could make that official today. Ruth sent us organized protests last month at uh, Supreme Court justices' homes, which the group described as six extremist justices. This week, they called for more protests against Justice Barrett. If you're in the D.C. metro area, join us. Our protests at Barrett's home moved the needle to this coverage. Far-left group highlighted Barrett's daily schedule and the school where her children attend. Now, of course, this is illegal. You can't be trying to intimidate or uh, influence the judgment of a Supreme Court justice or any judge during the course of a trial or a hearing or a decision like this. It's it's against federal law. Is anything going to be done about it, though? No, absolutely not. Nobody will do a single thing about it. Jeez. Uh, False Church is a People of Praise stronghold, Ruth Senta stated. She sends her seven kids to People of Praise school uh, that she sat on the board of directors for. She attends church daily. They are really trying to... Get them killed. Yeah. And endanger her children. Yep. The tweet included photos. Photos of uh, Barrett with the name of the church she regularly attends and advocated protesters to voice your anger Mm -hmm. by demonstrating at the place of worship. They also sent a special message to Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's wife and children at their school this week. The pro-abortion group posted the addresses of conservative-leaning Supreme Court justices on the Internet in May. Federal prosecutors said Nicholas John Rosk the California man who allegedly wanted to assassinate Justice Kavanaugh found the Supreme Court justice's address online. Phew, how did he get that? Huh. Probably from well, Ruth sent us. Probably. Yep. Well, I mean Because they certainly posted it. Again, the White House and the president still have yet to condemn the attempt to Not only have they not condemned it, they're encouraging more of it. Remember what what's her face, the last uh spokesperson said Ken Saki about the White House uh, and how they feel about going to the homes of the Supreme Court justices to protest. Here's so what I know that there's Saki an outrage said. right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have yes. been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president's position. <sighs> so they encourage them to keep showing up. Yeah, just be there. and uh, That's the president's position. 
Incredible. If anything happens, uh, they are they are culpable for this. I mean, if you can make Sarah Palin culpable for putting a target on a congressional district and saying this is a target that this is some one of the races we want to win, which is what she was obviously saying. And this stuff is okay, though. They were all over Sarah Palin for that for years, years and years. They went after her on that. And now they're stooping to this where they're encouraging people to go to their homes, go to their children's schools, go to their church. And then what? What do you think is going to happen? It's already happened. One guy already tried to go kill Justice Kavanaugh. He fully intended on it. Of course, he was nuts. And uh, fortunately, he called police on himself, which worked out really well. Because, I don't know, would they have... Would they have been able to stop him otherwise? I don't know. It's really something. It is absolutely amazing that you can post the addresses, that you can tell people where their children are. You can tell where they go to church. And still, there's no outrage over that from the left at all. From the White House? The White House can't say, look, uh, you know, their, their homes are off base. And stop posting their addresses online. That's very dangerous. You're encouraging violence. Well, this is life under a radical <laughs> Marxist regime. Yeah, it is. Is what, what this is right here. Yes, it is. Oh, it's unbelievable. Parents in Scottsdale, Arizona aren't real happy about uh, heterosexuality, I guess. Heterosexuality, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. How it's being taught? How it's being uh, presented to students. Hmm. You just can't tolerate heterosexual students, apparently, at the Scottsdale USD Unified School District. Uh, don't clubs have to be student-led? What are the teachers and staff organizing and encouraging? Hmm. Sexual confusion? Here's uh, Anytown Sexual Orientation Programming that is asking kids to question their heterosexuality by suggesting the following questions be posed to minors by adults who are not their parents. Oh, no. So I guess that's teachers, maybe? Um, question number one. <laughs> what do you think caused your heteros- heterosexuality? Number two. If you've never slept with a person of the same sex, is it possible that all you need is a good gay lesbian lover? This is in a school. A public school. And you turn that around and, you know, wasn't that supposed to be a bad thing when you said to a lesbian, all you need is a good man, right? Isn't that, wasn't that supposed to be offensive? But no, now they can ask it the other direction. It's perfectly fine. Question number three, is it possible that your heterosexuality stems from a neurotic fear of others of the same sex? Oh, shut up. People are sick. Uh, question number four. To whom have you disclosed your heterosexual tendencies? <laughs> look, look, you see here the spin on this language? They're, they're obviously uh-huh. trying to say that, look, your heterosexuality isn't normal. Who have right. you talked to about this? It's tendency to be... How many well, times straight. have we said they're not going to be happy until we're all homosexual, mm-hmm. right? And this is part of that plan. <laughs> and question number five. Mm. 
Why do you insist on flaunting your heterosexuality? <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, I can't, dude. Are we now having heterosexual parades that I don't know about? The heterosexual Pride Month? No. Who's flaunting it? Well, it's not us. Every month. <laughs> Jeez. Heterosexuals do not flaunt their sexuality that I know of, that I can see. But, I mean, somebody's in our face all the time, and the whole month of June has been dedicated to them. Yeah, now I now I just want June to be over with. Like, every year now, I'm going to see June coming. With, oh, gosh, here come the, the, the pride parades and the drag mm-hmm. queen shows and all that insanity. Oh, mm-hmm. goody for June. Jeez. Amazing. I don't think we have Kirk on the phone yet, do we? No. Do we have him on the phone? No. Uh, all right, so we're still waiting uh, for him to call in. We'll see if uh, if uh, he's doing a, a homeschool awakening movie. And so we wanted to talk to him about that. We'll do that in just a minute here. First, uh, guys, what's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself? If you said your receding hairline or bald spot, Keeps can help you change that. Did you know that two out of three guys experience hair loss before they're 35 do you really want to gamble with your hair? You can flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with keeps. Hair loss is tough. It really is. You see it in pictures. You see it in the mirror. Your barber points it out. People make fun of you, you know, with the bald jokes. Can't imagine that, Keith. Can you Can you imagine that? No, what is that all no, about? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's rude is what that is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so if your plan is a buzz cut, don't shave it. Save it with keeps. And don't, you know, don't do the baseball cap every day. You don't have to do that. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I have plenty of hair up there. I have to get haircuts now, man. I know. That's great. And that's from Keeps. Mm-hmm. So whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take care of what you have, your Keeps physician will help you select the right products for you and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works specifically for you, and then you can contact your doctor 24-7 if you have any questions at all. If the bald jokes are wearing thin, join the thousands of guys who have saved their hair. Visit keeps.com slash pat. Get 50% off your first order. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash pat. Keeps.com slash pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Uh, welcome to the show, Kirk Cameron. Uh, Kirk, welcome to the Blaze. Hey, man. Great to be here with you this morning. Great to have you with us. You're doing a new, uh, you got a new movie, The Homeschool Awakening. Um, That's right. Uh, tell, tell me about what inspired you to uh, make this. Well, <clears throat> what inspired me is, uh, f- first of all, my wife and I homeschooled uh, our six children, and we had a healthy fear of homeschooling. We thought that was just for weirdos, right? <laughs> like, yep. Like, yep. do you have to be a Quaker and own a cow and churn <laughs> your own butter? Right. Uh, do, you, do you just not like socializing your children? Like, what's the problem? Oh, my gosh, but yes. We, what, what, we, what we learned after sixth grade was that we were not happy with the public school options uh, and even the private school options around us uh, because of the things that were being taught to our kids. And uh, a friend introduced us to the world of homeschooling, which we were totally unfamiliar with. And we discovered there's this 
not only a rich community of families who uh, are like-minded mm-hmm. and, and help each other, but the kids turn out amazingly with incredible curriculums, incredible flexibility and freedom with what they're learning and when they learn it and with whom they learn it. Yeah. And uh, we dove in. And uh, what's really cool is that there's a great awakening among parents post-pandemic uh, that are pulling their kids out of public schools. Teachers are even leaving because of the nasty stuff that they're being taught and mm-hmm. having to teach, and they're exploring the world of homeschooling. Yeah. Um, we, we we homeschooled our children as well for uh, 23 years. We, we homeschooled, and um, it is... It That's it is awesome. not it is it is difficult. It's not always easy, but there's a lot of resources available now that weren't available to us in 1990. Uh, yep. Have you found the same thing that that the availability of resources to homeschoolers has increased exponentially? A hundred percent. I speak at a lot of these conferences, and we're parts of uh, co-ops and networks. And homeschooling has absolutely exploded. You know, where there's a need, people find a way. Where there's a vacuum, it attracts what people are looking for. And mm-hmm. so today, there's more curriculum, more opportunity, more uh, community than you could possibly imagine. Um, and that's why we're making a whole documentary about it. I want you to hear, if you're curious about homeschooling, if you're not happy with what's going on in your kid's school, you're not stuck, you're not in a prison, you've got options. And we take uh, a close look at 17 families who are homeschooling their kids. And we talk to the parents and the kids and they tell you about socialization, about the, uh, the uh, academic rigor. And how does this compare to home uh, to, to public school or private school? Do the kids get into college? How do I homeschool if I'm a working parent? Mm-hmm. All of that stuff mm-hmm. is, uh, is fascinating. And you find people are thinking outside the box and they're creating solutions uh, so that they don't have to be stuck in the problems. Yeah, I I mean, we heard our entire homeschooling uh, time together. We, we'd hear from other parents, what about the socialization? And we'd say, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the point. Right. It's really the socialization <laughs> that we're most right. concerned about. Uh, but then a lot of parents also say, uh, that they don't they don't have the education they don't have the schooling they don't have the know-how to be right. uh, homeschooling parents how do you respond to them yes that's a great question um, so what you, what what you learn and discover is that the homeschool community uh, is filled with people that would love to help you in the areas where you need help so you don't have to be an advanced physics teacher to teach your kids or right. uh, have some degree to teach physics there is very likely somebody within your local homeschool community or someone online who would be happy to make themselves available to teach your kids. And guess what? They're going to be interested in what you are passionate about and qualified to teach their children. And so, again, mm-hmm. this is what it's all about. It's a community of people. There's online courses through colleges, universities. You can learn just about anything through YouTube. And the cool thing is you as the parent are in charge. You choose the curriculum, you choose the community, you choose the schedule, and uh, you can tailor all of that to something that's going to cause your entire family to flourish. It's challenging, it's difficult, but so is everything that's good in life, and it's a sacred responsibility that we have with our kids. Uh, Let's not farm out our parenting Mm. to a government system that seeks to undermine the very things you want to teach your children. And, and, and Kirk, I'm also a homeschool parent, and uh, 
I will say that, that one of the most rewarding things about homeschooling is that you can you can see as your kids grow up what they become more and more interested in, and you can tailor to their interest and to mm. their talents and their skills uh, what you're teaching totally. them. And nobody is going to uh, be more invested in your children's well-being and their education than you as a parent. And one of the things you constantly hear is that, you know, we got to let kids be individuals. We got to let them explore and who they really are. Well, what better way than to let them explore what they're interested in and what they're talented in than, than through homeschooling? <laughs> it was so well said. It, the sky's the limit. You know, uh, uh, we get so used to just doing things the way that they've always been done. And then we complain about the stuff that we don't like. Mm-hmm. What I love is that this is a parent led movement that's just exploding. Um, homeschool has doubled uh, since the pandemic, mm. and families are finding that corporations are investing in alternative school models, and even public school teachers are leaving the public school system. There was an article that just came out on Yahoo uh, News yesterday uh, because these teachers feel that with all the restrictions and all of the, the things they don't want to teach the children, uh, they can't reach the kids in the way they want, so they're now migrating over to these alternative schooling models like mm-hmm. homeschooling. Uh, and so it's fantastic. New markets are being created. Uh, the community is vast. And with the Internet, uh, we've learned that, you know, all, all information and learning is at your fingertips. And so I encourage parents to explore uh, what this might mean for you and your family, showing you new options you never thought of, uh, by checking out the Homeschool Awakening. It's in theaters uh, tonight and tomorrow night only. Uh, and mm. you can get your tickets by going to thehomeschoolawakening.com. And uh, you type in your zip code, your theaters will pop up, and you can reserve tickets. What do you hope audiences will take away from seeing this movie? Well, as a father of six kids, I can't think of anything that's more important to me and my wife than giving our kids the best shot possible at being a well-adjusted, character-filled, God-loving, and uh, thankful person. And teaching our children is perhaps one of the most important jobs that we have. And if you're not happy with your current school situation for your kids, Mm -hmm. uh, and you're mildly interested in what homeschooling is about, I'm hoping that you'll watch this and you'll say, wow, I never thought this was even a possibility, but now we're seriously considering it, and this could be wonderful. And I would think when you see the parents that you present in this movie, it will it will help give courage uh, to people and confidence to, to parents to go ahead and take that leap. Because the, the hardest part, I think, about homeschooling uh, is just making that initial leap. Right. That's exactly right. And so that's why I think it's important to hear from families themselves, right? Not mm-hmm. just a salesman for, right. for homeschooling uh, or, or a convention with a publisher who's trying to get you to join in, but families who say, look, we, we live in a rural area. We live in an urban area. Um, you know, we're a traveling family. I'm an entrepreneurial family. Uh, we have never done this before, or we were raised in this community. You're going to hear from the student success stories. You're going to hear from college uh, admissions uh, counselors. You're going to hear from everybody about socialization, academic rigor, uh, time constraints, all the ins and outs, how-tos, and frequently asked questions. And you're going to be a much better educated parent uh, about what your options are for your kids. Now, if I'm not mistaken, 
your kids, uh, four of them are what, 19 to 25-ish in that range? Yeah, yeah we've, that's right. We've got six kids Okay. Uh, from now 19 to 25. Okay. And uh, are they, they've made it okay after homeschooling all these years? <laughs> yeah, yes. They <laughs> They're did. not living on the street? Yes. They're not living in cardboard boxes somewhere? No. no oh okay, goodness, good. No, they're flourishing. They're doing great. Uh, three of them are married, and a couple of them are on a fantastic gap year uh, adventure right now, traveling uh, to, to the countries that will let them in, and uh, <laughs> yeah. learning about all kinds of things in the world. Boy. So they're one of the best decisions we ever made for our family, for sure. I mean, and homeschooling mm-hmm. right now is more important than it's ever been. It's always been important. Uh, the government never has your child's best interest at heart, but now, even more than ever, uh, if they're in a public school, there's a good chance they're just uh, being groomed into some uh, mm. uh, uh, perverted, who knows what, uh, curriculum from these teachers that just see mm-hmm. them as as cogs in a wheel. Man, you're right. This is this is more serious than a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone once said, if we send our children to Caesar to be educated, we shouldn't be surprised if they come back Romans. <laughs> and it's, it's true. Great. Yeah, it uh, seven eight hours a day of discipleship in a government camp that's teaching your kids uh, not to love God and uh, pray and and be thankful to live in a great country like America, but rather to rip all of that out of school and replace it with things like critical race theory, the 1619 Project, gender mm-hmm. queer theory, yep. and it's it's spiraling downhill so fast that we are at a critical moment, and uh, I think this comes at a really important time. The name of the film is The Homeschool Awakening, released in theaters tonight and tomorrow. Do check, just check local listings for the showtimes, right, and the, and the uh, theaters yeah. near us, Kirk? That's right. Easy way is okay. go to my website, KirkCameron.com, and i got a great big poster of the movie. Just click on it, and it'll tell you what to do. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, and uh, good luck Thank with the guys. movie. Thanks for making it really important. Uh, Hopefully you'll see what homeschooling is all about, and it'll give you some confidence watching this movie tonight.